Welcome to A Chat with Benedetta, featuring our founder, Julia Fowler. In this podcast, we discuss everything you need to know about skincare, who and why Benedetta, and how to get the best use out of your Benedetta products for vibrant, timeless skin. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to A Chat with Benedetta. Uh, this Hello. week... We have a really good topic for you. It's um, on being a warrior, being warriors, and what that means to us individually, and what that means when you're discussing something like, you know, skincare and wellness and your own health, and how it sort of seems like a more metaphysical concept, but it actually does in your everyday life relate to your own wellness, physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. Mm. And so, one of the things that I've uh, sort of discussed is about how when I was young, it was the sort of thing that um, I shied away from because it seemed like it was a violent thing to be, to be a warrior. Because when you're a warrior, you fight, you're in battles, you're you know, doing that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I thought, well, no, I'm a kind person, so I want to go through my life embracing kindness and sort of uh, avoiding conflict whenever I could because conflict really uh, scared me. Sure. Uh, and so I shied away from conflict. I still have that problem sometimes. But it's... When we were sort of discussing this concept earlier, before we were uh, getting into the podcast, we were brainstorming it beforehand. There's this idea of like being a warrior doesn't mean you're a fighter necessarily, or that you seek out conflict because you like it. Being a warrior means that you know life isn't always going to be easy, but when it does get hard, you are then able to protect yourself and to stand up for yourself. And I think that you don't have to necessarily enjoy conflict or enjoy fighting, but you do enjoy uh, your own your own truth and your own what's right for you. Mm-hmm. You know your passions, your your morals, <clears throat> and I think sometimes because often those things conflict, especially if you are you know in maybe you know more progressive than maybe people around you are, or you have different beliefs. Um, then you sort of can come up against a wall of conflict, and so then it seems like to uh, to continue this and to pursue what is best for you, it feels violent because you have to seek out the conflict in that way. But that you know, and so because of that, people think, well, then maybe being more passive is more positive. When that mm-hmm. isn't true, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it isn't true. But right. yeah. I experience I that think, every day. <laughs> yeah, I wonder too if, especially for women, sometimes being. Mm-hmm. Uh, Standing up for yourself has been seen automatically as combative and violent, mm-hmm. um, or just men wrong. can do it, women can't. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for you, I mean, you've obviously had a lot of uh, times of being a warrior in your life. So how often has that come to uh, come to pass for you as being the sort of thing? Like, has that evolved in any way? Did you ever not feel the best about being a warrior, or sort of uh, be? against conflict and then you eventually sort of came to terms with that god it's constant we're on we're we're in a body on the planet so this Mm -hmm. is just constant you know each day you know what the lunar position is you know what's going on with you metabolically as a human being as a woman on the planet uh the energetic of politics the crises of you know people hurting on the planet, you know, right now, 
you know, we're talking about a lot in the news. Um, we're looking at our rainforest, our oxygen supply, these beautiful trees, you know. I mean, there's, there's a lot to be a warrior about. So what does a warrior mean? I mean, that's subjective, right? So if we had 10 people in the room, everybody would have to breathe and mm -hmm. say, what, is, what does a warrior mean to you? But I think there are these concepts and so you had a concept because a warrior, when we watch television, if we see warriors, I am a warrior, you know, <laughs> whatever it is with a spear in hand, you know, what does that mean? It does, it is associated with violence and conflict, right? So you wanted not to have conflict. And, you know, in Northern California, we have a lot of pretentious New Age concepts, right? The person who tells the truth is not the person who's popular. The person who tells the truth with anger is certainly not popular. Sometimes you've had enough and you're angry about the status quo. You might, you know, I, I feel like I'm, I've got an energy about me that is kicking and screaming a lot of the time, okay? I would, I remember after I gave birth to twins and we had no outside support, there were no nannies, there were no grandparents, no external help. I had a husband who worked 12 hours a day and I was developing the line. <laughs> to launch a line of products, right? Yeah. So crazy human, really, uh, made some strange agreements to do too much, honestly. Didn't really have a barometer or a limit to what I could do. And um, I think you have a choice. You know, they say make, you know, lemonade out of lemons. You can use a lot of different analogies and, and, and concepts about that. But certainly... You know, I just, I really felt like I had no limit and I wanted to do everything, you know, and do it well and be responsible for my actions. But, you know, life, yes, kicking and screaming, I don't want this, I can't handle this. Um, what are your choices? You know, your choice often is to take a stand. And, you know, I look at, at some people right now, you know, vowing to do the best for our country, you know, that are applying for the greatest office on the planet, you know, President of the United States, and to make a difference. And you do see some warriors up there that aren't afraid to speak truth to power. So speaking truth to power, that says a lot. Most of us can think, oh, I can do that. I'm that person. I do that. You know, I'm a CEO of a company. Um, I have to go into a boardroom meeting, and I have to, after you know, more than three decades of formulating proved to somebody that I'm worthy to be in their, their space. They don't know me and they ask, why aren't you branded? I've never heard of you. Right, yeah. I could either, I said to someone today, I said, my chip on my shoulder, they, they want to know what I did and I told them, and I said, the chip is getting smaller and they cracked up. They thought that was <laughs> hilarious because I said I created the industry that is now very saturated and populated and they and I thought you know I'm sure they looked at me like wow how arrogant and I just went well the chip is getting smaller <laughs> right. you know to make fun of it it's there's a truth in that so for me you know we talk a lot about authenticity today we talked prior to this about speaking truth to power I just mentioned it um, what is a warrior but somebody who's truly empowered from a place of, of heart mm -hmm. you know how do we connect that heart intelligence. Not somebody who could go in with a spear on their horse and kill a bunch of people because they're the bad guys and you're the good guy. That takes a lot of courage, right? And that's 
how we related to what a warrior is. Now we speak of warriors as those people that have that heart intelligence that are really, that can speak to power, that could go into a boardroom meeting when it's not a comfortable place. You know, that maybe, you know, you're having to prove who you are and, and take the responsibility and the courage to have somebody slam the door in your face and say, we, we don't like you, we're not interested in you, or we perceive you to be somebody else. I had someone yesterday in, the me in this meeting where I was pitching myself say, are you in this such and such place? I said, I've tried three times. She said, oh, we'll just give, and I'm not going to mention names, but just give us as your reference. I said, I do. She said, well, put it in the second word of the first line and see what they say. Uh, because it's not what you have, it's who you know, and this particular place has shot us down, you know, looking at the word skincare and thinking that we are like the salon that they happen to have there or the beauty supply house that has 3,000 products in it. You know, it's like, no, we're nothing like that. And so it takes a lot of courage. And I love having people who work for me that have this ethic because I can't do it all by myself, but I've done quite a bit by myself. Um, and so it takes... It, it takes a warrior, right? But, you know, I was talking about having the twins, and I remember thinking that if I could only, like, the stress was palpable. It was strong. There was so much I wanted to do, and, and it got harder. I had a third child as well. <laughs> so I didn't have kids that were real docile. I had kids that were, like, out of the gate, running around, you know, and so it was hard to do everything. I was formulating at three, four o'clock in the morning, grabbing a baby and nursing it. I mean, it was, it was a very focused time for me. I mean, it was like, I didn't want to listen. I, there's a television in the house, shut it down. I remember being in this bubble of grace where, especially in the first six months, where I didn't want, unless you had something kind of on a very high level to speak to me, I didn't want to talk. I mean, I really put myself in a cocoon of grace, cocoon, because that was the way that I could do all of this physical, because there was so much physicality required out of me, and create something and be honorable to the creation of this line, which I really dedicated myself to years prior to getting pregnant even, right? and then going through the pregnancy and then giving birth to twins and there was all sorts of things that happened with that which I don't need to talk about but there was always that choice and I remember kind of being hard on myself and thinking I wish I could do all this and be in a place of calm but instead there's so much stuff being flung at me that I just can't swat it fast enough somewhere within all of this turmoil it created a strength because I think the biggest thing that I could say about being a warrior or having courage is to, is to stand up to it, is to go beyond it, is to get out of your comfort when you have to. And when you have children, you're going to do things that you would not have done. You're going to be up at 3, 4, 5, 6 o'clock mm -hmm. in the morning. If you're somebody who values your sleep, that's a shock. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, mothers are selfless when they're good moms. 
you know, where they don't have 10 other people taking care of their kids and they're doing it themselves. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. That would have, I would have loved it. I would have loved it and appreciated it and probably done 3,000 other things to advance my career, possibly. Um, I would have embraced that. So there's no judgment here for that. I'm just saying whatever, it's an example of whatever it is that creates a challenge. Instead of saying, no, that doesn't make me feel good. I'm going to do only what makes me feel good. And we live in a culture in the United States where it's all about being self-serving. The millennials, you guys are getting all the hit. But I think it's, there's a general thing, and it has to do with Internet. It has to do with digital communications where we lack community and we, we lack the ability to speak and see people and, and get a feel, right? I mean, I received an email last week and I didn't like it one bit and wound <laughs> up writing back about that email and then met with principals because I called the meeting. And in so doing, it was very wonderful, you know, to be able to say thank you for your response. I was grateful that it didn't, it wasn't to my response. Um, you can be more authentic. Sometimes you go in knowing there's some conflict here. There's difference of opinion. You know, how do you, how do you put yourself in their place? How do you feel empathy for them so that you're not angry, right? How do you move in that direction? Because everybody is searching for love, acceptance, you know, and to be included in life. So it just advances our evolution, if you will, of who we are as human beings. I really truly believe that. And you don't get out without getting some dirt flung on you. And so that creates that step of becoming a warrior because you go beyond it, right? And this continues. So it never ends. As long as you're breathing on the planet, we're here for this reason, you know? So I think I would, you know, I'm looking for authenticity in the people who work for me. I mean, it's, a, it's hard. I think it's tough. I think I'm tough because of that. Because I, I hold a really high standard. I want people to be accountable when they make mistakes. I say this a lot, but we're always looking to hire. And it, you, one of the worst things for for us here, especially if we have somebody in the store that's doing something that isn't what we would think is good. You know, like coming in late or, or saying giving the wrong information to somebody or. Um, deciding they just don't want to work, you know, and then, you know, it's it's like you have to hold people to a higher standard. And when you do, the receiving of that has to be, I'm sorry I did this. There has to be an apology that's sincere. There has to be an accountability. You know, we talk about this all the time, about holding people to account. But who is held to account? Because nobody wants to know that they've done a bad job. I mean, no, and, and, I, and I run this company, so if I see something on my end, I'm always holding people to account, whether it's through my supply chain, and it doesn't, and you know what? People don't want to hear it. I was worried about a situation that I was just recently in, in a way, because I thought, if there's no accountability here, then I'm in trouble. And so how will I take this? Will I continue? So what happens on this level is that you don't stand up for yourself. Okay? 
So you know what I'm talking about, and yeah. I don't want to divulge this, but it's just, just a leasing situation. Um, and let's say somebody does something like they hurt your space, and they're not accountable, and they lie about it. You know, that did not happen, but I'm just giving up for instance, mm -hmm. you know. And the people that own the building, they may not want to deal with those other people. You know, maybe there's bad information. This happens in the workplace all the time. Somebody gets in trouble and they don't know. They may even lose their job and they're like, what happened? Office politics. Somebody said something, someone lied about them because they were jealous. Jealousy is a horrible emotion that causes so much pain for people. You know, what is it that you're slinging? you know, to hurt another person. You know, somebody didn't give you good customer service, so you're gonna get that person fired? Really, would somebody do that? So, I think becoming a warrior in life just advances your heart intelligence to a place where we become better human beings. It changes your life to take that step that could create, you know, some, you know, fear, to go beyond your fear. And I know both. I know what it is to support the fear, to be afraid because you look at the other end of what could happen and it could be devastating. Um, I've, I've lived that way, thinking I can't, I, you know, I'll speak my truth, but I can't get too angry because if I do, that person will get rid of me and then I won't have that income coming in or fear, 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 fear. But at the end of the day, you have to speak, you have to be responsible and, and speak your truth. It's just that, are we speaking our truth with anger? Are we, you know, is there some righteous indignation in that? Do you, do you deserve to speak your truth? And then we were also talking about something that I want to bring up that I have noticed over the years that you'll hear people complain, right? Everyone will complain about something. And, and they're legitimate complaints, right? But nobody has the, the guts. Let's say it's in an office environment. Everyone's complaining about how somebody's treating someone. And everyone complains about it, but nobody wants to actually nip it in the bud. So then a meeting is called, and everyone's looking at their fingers, and no one's really speaking up. So there's one person who decides to speak up. You've all been talking about it. Be honest. So I think being a warrior is taking the bull by the horns, but finding advocates to support what you have to say, you know, to support you. That's why we have petitions. That's why we reach out. But people love to speak their truth, but then when it comes to speaking it in front of those that they're needing the truth to be, they're not there. Mm -hmm. You know, we need to really, to be a warrior, we need to help each other. If you're going to speak about a family member and then the family member comes in and you're, you're, you don't want to speak about it anymore, that's not right. I didn't raise my kids that way. We're pretty open. We pretty much say what we want to say. And if we don't, if there's fear there, we need to mediate. We need to figure it out. We need to be that way with each other and not be pretentious. And I think that in order to, to, to remove the conflict, we do that. You know, mm -hmm. we, we pretend, how's your day? Fine, how's yours? How's this day finding you? Oh, it's just great. Well, you don't want to tell the cashier that you just <laughs> lost somebody in life or something happened that really disturbed you because they don't really want to know. But we've had this conversation where you could say to someone, honestly, I'm hanging in there. It'll be better. 
mm -hmm. right? And get the support of a stranger to say, I hope it does. You know, we need to collectively be higher than we are and to help each other. Because if we aren't, we all go in that direction. We tend to follow the collective thought and thinking. And if we all become a little bit more warrior in our lives, you know, then we all move together. And we all, you know, I see people that would be following a different, different idea. But they get, but they're attracted. Their soul, their heart is attracted to that which speaks truth. And they're always going to move in that direction because it's energetic, right? So where do you want your energy? Where do you want to be? And, yeah, I want to be in that true place. But, yes, I speak out. I've got that militance in me. I do. I mean, even when, you know, I, anyway, I don't want to get political, but, yeah, I'm there if somebody asks for my help and it seems you know, the right thing to do and that's going to help the most amount of people and, you know, there's always things. We have things, you know. We have, every day there's something going on. I wonder how much, I think it's interesting to maybe people, when you think of being a, wor a warrior, you think of it as a very solo act. But in reality, I think it's more about finding other people and drawing strength, not just from, you know, your inner self, but from others, which is why it's so important to have advocates and that sort of thing yeah it's yeah it's not just it's not just you against the world even though sometimes it can be it's being you against the world with the goal of finding other people and connecting with other people I mean I think it starts with us individually you know mm -hmm. have your mindful whatever you know I mean I work out when I don't want to work out you know I mean there's just circumstantial stuff right Sometimes it's hormonal mm -hmm. for us, you know, sometimes it's circumstantial a lot of the times, you know. I mean, there can be, it, 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 it really just takes, and it would be nice to have each of us just help each other out, you know. But there are those circumstances in life where you need to go in and speak to the boss, or you need to go in and say what your truth is. You know, this isn't fair. I don't feel this is fair. Push back if you think it is. Give me a reason why this is fair to me. You know, have a different point of view, the other person. But above all, be honest. Be honest. You know, I could really see something in a certain way, and somebody can go, but what about this perspective? That's awesome. If somebody has that authenticity and that warriorship in them, to be able to push back and give me a different point of view or whomever or me to them without putting up a wall of I know better, don't you tell me, I've been around too long. I mean, I, you know, I've had people, I, I just recently had that one weird thing happen with somebody who slapped my arm in a, in a class and I, I, I have love for this person. I mean, I, I, I never had any conflict with her. Out of the blue, I was being kind of sabotaged mm -hmm. and there was this antagonism and it was you know I don't want to say out loud what I think it was so maybe I'm not being authentic but I don't want to you know people who listen to this um, we're all fine and good and we love each other but there was it there was a time and I don't know where it came from and so there was this weird energy where did that come from you know just 
I don't know. So, you know, I had somebody open their car door and run into my car in the same place and then yell at me because she was on her phone and didn't see that I drove into the parking lot. And I wasn't too close to her. I was right in the middle of two cars. That is a car space that everybody parks in. She just was on the phone. But there was no accountability. I have a dent in, in my, you know, I, I immediately backed up and realized I was parked in a perfect place. She just didn't see me coming mm -hmm. in. But the antagonism and the, so things will happen in life. How do you react to it? You know how I reacted? My heart started racing and I wanted to make, I wanted to uh, appease. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden I looked and realized what was happening and I went, stop yelling at me. This was wrong. But there was, I had no voice. She was screaming at me and, and using bad words. And I thought, really? You know, that's outrageous. So I went directly to the registrar and I said, there may be two sides of this story, but this is exactly what happened. I spoke my truth to people and I let go of it. And that's it. That's it. That's as much as I need. And now I move it out of my energy and I do the best I can. But shit's going to happen. Yeah. You know? Stuff is going to happen in life. You cannot live in a cocoon like that unless you choose your cocoon, right? Because you have to go into it because you're nursing two children. You have a third. You That's sick. You're developing a whole line. You're, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, how much do you take? Break one foot, break the other, have two cats. Yes, I did that as well. <laughs> um, just taking on a lot, you know, know your, your place. But there's a lot of things that make you a warrior. You know, and I would love for people to chime in and tell their story. Yeah, you know, absolutely. of what what instances in life, you know. But most of us just to keep the peace. You don't want to be confrontational. We have family members that just, oh well, he doesn't like conflict, but he's creating a tremendous amount of conflict. And there are about six people. This is something going on in my own fam my extended family. And there are six people that are that are miserable, and there's one person, my husband, who happens to be in the middle. Just saying, just mm -hmm. saying. And it's affecting so many other people. So you can all be non-confrontational, but there's an incredible amount of confrontation going on, right? Mm -hmm. So, so you know, there are people, I remember having an aunt, and they were like, they always called her the saint. I'll tell you, I've thought about this a lot. She died fairly young. She was adorable, loving, adorable. But she held everything inside <laughs> mm -hmm. and didn't really stand up for herself, you know. So who do we love and why, you know, because the people that just, you know, and then we lose them because they didn't, they didn't have that. So is there a way to, to be able to embrace and nourish everybody around us and, and do the best we can, but also be strong, you know, be strong and move beyond it? Because the people that are really doing a lot in life. I mean, could you run for president? I mean, is no there way. something about these women that are coming forward that is so strong? They have moved into a different place. They are all warriors. Yeah. I may not agree with some of them and don't like some of them, but they have moved into a place, mm -hmm. you know, and, and most of them have pretty big hearts from what I could see. Yeah. What I would like to see is when they've made those mistakes, they hold themselves to account. Even if, if they want to push back and say, okay, I was criticized for this or this, 
but this is how I saw it, but find your heart in that intelligence because we are just evolving, every single one, not just the women, the men, all of them, all of us gaining for this higher, these higher positions. And I think we need elective officials, whoever they are, to really be accountable for what they do, you know, when they make the mistake. I would love to see someone with a tear form in their eye to say, I'm sorry I made this mistake, and I've learned from it, and I've learned from others, and now I'm choosing to do it this way, you know, that evolution of the soul, that evolution of, of consciousness, right? That's what we need on this planet. We need people that are, that can speak truth to power and do, but that also see all points of view and, and have that humility. We need that humility. We do. And to not have that humility in somebody, to not have somebody who can say, I made a mistake, stay away from those people. They are not warriors. They may be able to speak and think they're powerful, but they're not, because we've seen dictators in our planet. We've seen what they do, and we see the people that they've hurt, and we're appalled, and still do, still do and keep truths from people because they because of their own egos and finance. Those that is not a warrior, you know. So to me, that's not a warrior. Mm -hmm. You can have your own idea about that. Yeah. So yeah, so how does this tie into a chat with Benedetta? <laughs> we were talking about that. Yeah, all all roads lead to I think it does because I think that I think one of the ways of um when you're thinking of being a warrior about how it's not just about fighting, it's about how seeking what is best for yourself and being unafraid to demand it, if need be. Mm -hmm. You know, because sometimes asking nicely, people aren't going to give you what you want. Sometimes, sometimes you need to demand what is owed you, you know, and, and, and no, I deserve this because it's genuinely what I deserve. And sometimes people won't understand that and you need to go after that. So it is a form of self-care, is to be... Um, is to go as to actively seek what is best for you, as opposed to passively receive. Yeah, and to have authentic communication. Yeah. Communication is so divided on the planet, on all levels right now. I experience it constantly, right? I will, I will tell you. I mean, I'm mm -hmm. like, don't make me chase you, right? Yeah. Something that I think is important, I'll think about it at 3 o'clock in the morning, it's like, why didn't somebody tell me that, right? They didn't deem it important, or I just think we need to be more connected and more understanding and be able to communicate better. So if I have an employee that hasn't gotten a raise in a while, maybe they need to come to me, and if I don't have it to give them, maybe they need to, <laughs> you're a good person to be talking to, <laughs> but other people too, um, and then all of a sudden I lose them, and I have no idea, and they're like, I just love you, but I needed to get this job, and then I'm like, well, why didn't you come to me, right? Mm -hmm. Why didn't you open up and tell me that this is really, or you wanted a different position? It's like, it's tough. It's tough for people to speak out. That's scary. Yeah. So fear. Don't be motivated by fear. I said this to my kids. I don't know if it really works. I see all my kids to some degree. It takes a lot. I have two that are actors. That's tough. You know, they learned early on. I remember being so nervous before an audition when they were little kids. 
And I remember my daughter, I think she was like nine or something, she said, could you please wait outside? <laughs> and I was mortified because she could just feel my energy. She's like, just, Mom, just, it's okay. <laughs> there was The whole place was filled and she was like number 10 or something and I'm, I was just pacing and, you know, I was just nervous for her and I made her nervous and she, we were very connected. She had me wait outside and, you know, she got her little role and it was cute and, um, you know, that kind of went. I, I really supported them in being empowered and I remember one of their teachers, and it's so funny because I think, anyway... She's incredible, but she she was new to the theater, and she said, I want to thank all the kids who didn't make the cut, and I want to tell you how brave you all are, because here you are standing naked before a group to prove yourself, and that is something that even adults have to learn, and I'll never forget that, because the prior person who used to have her position as artistic director, really treated these tiny kids. And some of them were, you know, even younger and older teenagers, but it doesn't matter. They would treat them like they were on Broadway or something. It's like, <laughs> next, you know? And, and I remember the first audition, my son came to me and he said, I'm never auditioning again. And that I'm mortified. <laughs> and they were so distraught because we didn't know what key he sang in. And so she had him sing happy birthday, and he had a whole routine. I, he had a whole routine he couldn't do. He's like, that's it. The next year, there was another audition. I gave him $20. I said, here, there's $20 in it. I know you can do it, and he got the role. And that's the story he tells now that he's, you know, working in the professional industry. So it's pretty funny. You know, it's like, and that takes courage, and it takes courage every day for him to be in this industry. It, it, he's 28 now, you know, and Taylor too, she's more local, and she's finding her courage because it takes a lot. How many people could do that, right? Talent or not, you get used to doing it, especially when you do it a lot, and, and I say this for all of these people who are in that industry that have something to give and something to show, and whether they're singers or dancers, oh my gosh, I've been in auditions. It's tough. Mm -hmm. It's tough. I used to get sick to my stomach, you know, so to see my kids start so much earlier and to be able to go beyond that, that takes so much courage. And it does raise your energy. It does. Or brings you into balance so that you can now open up another door. Yeah. And then when that door opens, then another set of holy shit comes up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, and then you just kind of block it away when it one at a time, you know, until you can be of such greater service. So I would love to be in a position to be of greater service to what's going on on the planet and be a spokesperson for the environment and, you know, be heard. You know, I have something to say, and a lot of us do. And, the, the, you know, the more steps we take, you know, to further ourselves, you know, the more that's going to come back to us, you know, and then we're going to just open up a little more and get a greater audience, and you're going to have something to say that's of value, and we we have the collective, because I am, you know, it's all of us, like you said, you know, mm -hmm. we all need to find our warrior inside of us, and, uh, 
You know, you need a, a certain amount of ego for that, but really it's that humility. Sometimes we spend years eating so much humble pie, and you, you do get a righteous indignation. Enough is enough. Right. And then you come out of the phoenix, and you're just, it's my time. I'm done with this, you know? And, and to have eyes behind your head and see what's going on around you, you know? Run to the person you just saw fall down. Run. Don't walk. It's right. about actively it, participating in life. Yes. And it opens you to such a place that you are sensitive. And, you know, that's something to say about the sensitives because there are a lot of sensitives out there. They might be able to read your aura and tell you what's going to happen next week, right? But they also get sick easily because they're just so sensitive, right? So I think a warrior balances that out because a warrior is really systemically strong okay it's a it's it's a place we don't always have to have all the answers you could be establishing like when I was in my cocoon I was establishing I was focused on the goal I remember thinking I was like a cow you know <laughs> because all I did was nurse I had one in ICU for a week <laughs> yes nothing ever goes completely easy um, and it got me off balance, right? So I'm pumping and I'm nursing and I'm pumping and I'm nursing and I'm making formula at three in the morning. And yeah, I couldn't be, I couldn't, I couldn't talk about normal behavior. I mean, even to this day, the, the what what my life actually endures, it kind of prepared me to be this one woman wrecking ball. So most most of my friends can't relate to me at all. They're all retired. You know, some of them retired forever. <laughs> you know, live in the, and just, you should come, and we should do this, and we good. it's like, I'm focused, you know, yeah. um, no, it's interesting, so, you know, sometimes it could be lonely, and I, yeah. go to, I go to that place of, of that consciousness, you know, of being in that bubble of grace again, you know, sometimes things happen that are sad in our lives, you know, we lose people, tragedy happens. And that those are really beautiful times to be in that bubble of grace and find your practice and find your breath and that energy behind it and just really focus on that. I mean, we are a community of lovers, you know. We want to really help each other. And that's really what we should be doing. You know, we all feed each other. Allison is always, she's got her garden and her fruit and she's always <laughs> feeding me. And I just I love that, you know. I love it when people... You know, we live in such a lush area where we have fruit trees, and it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. That's a really beautiful way to give, and why people love cooking and, and food and farmer's markets, and a way to just engage in, in love for each other and making sure that we're, we're eating. And then we find out that there are kids that aren't drinking water, and they're not, you know, we give to them. And, you know, it's really important. It's really important. And we're not always going to agree. Yeah. So we need to to authentically not divide ourselves with our disagreements, but try to find what it is. Be able to speak your truth. And if you can't, then ask to speak your truth somewhere in your core being, right? So that you could, you know, I just think we're all on that path. Mm -hmm. It's just, yeah, don't be motivated by fear. Yeah. Be motivated by bravery and for your own sense of your own worth. Yeah, seeking it. Yeah, yeah. It's like we talked before, mm -hmm. several podcasts ago, about being a seeker. 
in your own life. I think that those two things, seeking and being a warrior, aren't at odds with each other. I think they're sort of part of the same whole. Exactly. You know, you're seeking to be stronger. You're seeking to not, you know, I mean, I, I don't want people to, to beat themselves up, you know. Right. But, but nurture yourself. Take care of yourself. You know, pay attention to what goes in your mouth, mm -hmm. you know. Because the world doesn't support that. The world supports drugs. Exactly. The world supports processed food. The world does support that. You know, and, you know, let's get closer to nature. Let's, let's embrace that because you're going to get a lot of good information from that. So where are we getting our information mm -hmm. is something to, to, to kind of elaborate on and maybe talk about in another time and have other people talk about it with us. Um, I would love to see what people have to say about that. Where are you getting your information? What, what tribe do you follow? You know, how can we all kind of merge together? But, um, you know, we hear that we need to wake up every morning and put our sunblocks on. And we hear just a lot of fear all the time. And we are told that when you get that disease that is brand new, that we never had before, or the autoimmune starts attacking you, you know, your own immune system starts attacking you, and now you're plagued like one in three people are plagued with some form of autoimmune, whether it comes out in your skin, in a, in a form of atopic dermatitis somehow, eczema, dermatitis, you know, whatever it is, any little thing, because you're sensitive, and now you're, you know, it, it, everything is part of the whole, and, you know, being that strength, it strengthens you on all levels. You know, going beyond certain points in life, it strengthens you at such a core. It would be great if there was a barometer or some sort of a, like, well, you've gone from 30 to 68. You uh -huh. know? And I always say, you know, bring yourself into balance. But each of us and our balance is different than the other. You know, so where are we and how do we nurture one another? I mean... Don't associate with certain people. We talk about that all the time, too. It always yeah. comes full circle. You know, you are the company you keep. So what company are you keeping? And they may even be your own family that disagrees with you. My family did not disagree with my did agree rather with my choices. No. And so I was very young where it's not like I didn't love my family, but I took a stand, and I was strong. I was strong back then. I just, you know, 15. I'm leaving. 16, you know, a little young, a little young, but there were, there were viewpoints that I couldn't abide by, and there were certain ways of eating that I didn't want to eat, and it was important to me enough. I needed to be in a certain place, and it was important for me to find that. And each of us has our own thing, however it comes, you know, but it does take strength, and, uh, you know, we're we're babies. I feel like I'm a tiny baby to where mm -hmm. I want to go and how I want to perceive thing and perceive things. And I remember struggling when I had the kids were little and thinking, you know, and, and kind of have some self-loathing. I did. I had some self-loathing that a different person with a different temperament would handle this so much easier. Mm. I always right. saw that it was a possibility to not, you know, scream at things but you know I scream my way through life and I've gotten myself to this point I'm pretty happy um, and have had been the receiver of 
some horrendous things, right? But people go through that. So what do you do with that? What do you do with that? Do you just live with hate? And uh, it wasn't fair and this shouldn't happen to me and become a victim? Or do you breathe through it and find some good? Right. And see how you could contribute. Everybody needs to contribute. Uh, that That's a truth I have to say is true. <laughs> you know, that's a, maybe a judgment. Contribute something, you know. I mean, some people just give money. That's great. Money is a great, great way to give. You know, we need to all be um, looking at what's going on globally. You know, it affects us. We talk about supporting local, and I, obviously I believe in that. But I believe in global. This world is small. Mm -hmm. You know, we need... We are affected by the Amazon. We need to all know, what's, you know, here I am speaking out, but, yeah, need to be aware of it. Yeah. For sure. And to help each other. And if you don't care, then ask yourself, why am I not caring? Exactly. Maybe, you know? Yeah, and if are you not caring because you us. genuinely don't care, or do you not care because... It doesn't affect you. It doesn't affect you. Or is it because you know that caring will cause you to have to be a warrior to seek that conflict or that, you know, and maybe it's easier to be fueled by fear because then you can be passive more often, which, you know, and no shame if, if that's how you've always lived, but it's always, there's always the chance to move from evolve. that and to evolve into a warrior. But there's no judgment <clears throat> if at this particular junction in your life you can't. Yeah, For exactly. whatever reason financial, just you're in school, whatever it is that you feel. But that's where the seeker comes in. Yeah. If there's just yeah. the littlest openness in your being that says, I wish I were, because this isn't about guilt. This is about open it up. I mean, in my yeah. darkest hour, and I've probably mentioned this before, where I felt like all was lost and I felt such a responsibility um, and so devastated when this really yucky, you know, human, decided to just take advantage. And this was just a terrible situation, right? I remember being in my room, and the room was black. I had the shades down, and I just felt like I was in a dark hole. Like, how did I let this happen? It was just so much self-loathing, and there was so much. At that point, I don't even think I was outraged or angry. I think I was just destroyed. Mm -hmm. And it affected my whole physical being. And I remember I got on the phone with an advocate and a support and a lover and a person that I adore and I said, and also a homeopath and a healer. And I said, I am just, I can't even open my eyes. My eyes feel, and my twins were tiny, and, and, my, and my, all my kids. And my eyes were, felt like they were glued together, like I couldn't open my Find the tiniest speck of light. And I actually opened my eyes and, and inside myself I saw a little bit of glimmer of light inside myself. And then I opened my eyes and it was completely black in my room. And there was the tiniest bit of light coming out of the shades. So I saw it inside myself. I saw it outside as he was comforting me and talking to me. And he said, you are coming full circle out of this and you will be could have used the word warrior, but out of, out of this is something greater. And that little tiniest speck of light, 
And that speck of light was hope, drove me to now, to so much more, where I was able to kind of come out and go, aha, I'm going to do this. I'm mm -hmm. going to do this on my own. And I'm not going to let the indiscretions and the, and the evil, pure, really, the narcissism and the, and, the, and the evil that came out of that. And there have been other things that have happened. I wouldn't put evil in it, but this was. And wow, I would not have thought that in that, in that time of darkness that I would come out of that. But I didn't have a choice, you know. I had a family, and I needed to just come out of that and not feel so much self. It, it really, you know, there were a few months that transpired, and I was able to come up with Benedetta and know that that was the little carrot dangling in front of me, that I could do this, and I'm not afraid to do this on my own, and I'm going to do this. I created it, for goodness sake. You know, I had at that point ten products, or nine products, I think. Or seven. I think the last two came at the last minute, but and then another three years before the launch. But you know, I just focused on on those that were advocates and support, and I just put my nose to the grindstone, as they say, and I just didn't see outside that parameter. I was being certain people were guiding me to do certain lawsuits and do this and do that, and I was just focused on the prize and. Some of the advocates were just saying, focus on what you've already created, focus on what you've already created. And that was kind of a mantra for me. So sometimes in life, you just focus on the tiniest thing and watch that light expand. And it does, because light has no limits. It's just, it's powerless. You know, it's powerful. It has everything. So that speck is the source of infinity right mm -hmm. so when you can focus on that and then just let it because darkness is only the absence of light it is not darkness it has no power so that is all encompassing so anyway wow i wanted to end this i'm going to end it now but that's my yeah. own personal experience um to let you guys know that next week i think we'll do it next week we won't wait a week and a half i mean that's up to you. But, okay, yeah. Well, uh, we'll be September, next week at least. Mm -hmm. September 4th, we have an interview with Corrine uh, Edelina Ponce, or Ponce. I'm not sure how she pronounces that. We'll have to ask her. Yeah. Maybe. Um, and she is the creator of the Luna Method. She is a nutritionalist and Ayurvedic practitioner, um, or Ayurvedic nutritionalist, yeah. maybe. Um, she's really wonderful. She uses the Benedetta line. She's blogged about Benedetta. Um, and she is really all about waste management. Yeah, zero waste. Zero waste. Um, and we're going to ask her about uh, the lunar method. Yeah. Why she calls it the lunar method is one thing I, I'm curious about. Yeah. Um, we're really excited to bring Continuing her in. Continuing to expand our community. Yes. Yeah. So if you would, you know, have a practice or... Or, have, love, or know anyone who you think would be a great interview candidate, that kind of thing. Yeah, all about love, health, wellness, consciousness, uh, being an advocate on the planet... Uh, we would love to bring people in. Absolutely. You know, whatever your own personal story is, if you'd like to tell it, uh, if you have a product or a service you'd like to talk about, you know, we had Laura Scott 
who um, is a holistic practitioner. Um, yes, we'd love to interview you. It's great. I just I talked to someone last week who uh, is actually doing tanning. So you would think tanning, you know, that's not clean. But she said that the company she she does spray tan and that the spray tan company uh, uses beets and walnuts and oh. it's certified organic and. Um, I haven't done it yet, but I was thinking maybe I would do one just so that I could share it with you. And I asked her if she'd like to be interviewed. And she's local to us in Sonoma County. And I thought, oh, well, there's an alternative to tanning beds in the sun. Mm -hmm. um, so I thought she would be good. So you'd be surprised. We're not just yeah. looking for people that, you know. But yes, we, we don't want to adulterate the skin. And even with this self-tanning, I was pitching the... Neroli Crystal Radiance, you know, yeah, because right. it is the ultimate in hydration, the ultimate in hydration. So if you're not using it, you should, and now it comes in at 200 ml, double the size. So we haven't really put it on the website yet. But keep your eyes peeled for that. Keep, keep your eyes peeled. What else is coming up there? Oh, we wanted to talk quickly about, um, so when you buy the step one and step two, uh, of the, uh, ombra. the in the Ombra series, yeah. the defense and repair oils. If you uh, buy the the one and two, you get an extra one. Right. So you, so get if you an buy extra. an elixir and an oil, you get another elixir. Mm -hmm. So you're basically getting double yeah. the amount. So that is a promotion we're doing because we really want to push the hydration, guys. Exactly. I know it is a new system of use that people aren't used to. But we are pushing it, pushing it, pushing it. And I think we're going to do a pod, not a podcast, but a, a blast um, yeah, on water, water, water integration and yeah. talking about our, our body lotions as well. So yes. that's yes, going to be coming up. I think that's tomorrow. Uh, should that. be. Yeah. So, yeah. Excellent. So stay tuned and please tell your friends. Yes. Share these podcasts and grow us so... Benedict is on the map, and so when we apply to have a store in a beautiful marketplace, they don't say, no, we've never heard of you before, <laughs> without even knowing us or looking at us. So we need your help. So Building a community. Be a warrior. Be, be a, a warrior. warrior. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us, yeah, all you, you warriors out there, and we will talk to you next time. So bye. Thank you. Thank you for listening to A Chat with Benedetta. You can leave us a message on the Anchor app, and who knows, maybe Julia and I will answer your question on our next podcast. You can get social with us. Our Instagram is at Benedetta Skin, Facebook is at Benedetta Skincare, and Twitter is at Benedetta Skin. Thanks so much for listening, and we look forward to speaking with you on our next podcast.